If you are taking in too many voices and if you're listening too much to other people, and I even say this if, you know, you're working with a coach or a mentor, you know, take what they say with a grain of salt, then go back and listen to your intuition and allow yourself to be led intuitively to share what it is that you feel you need to share because you're never going to go wrong when you listen to yourself. And nine times out of 10, that's the direction you need to go. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. Andrea Chris, a transformation coach, top-rated podcast host, The Courage Cast, author, speaker, and singer. She helps coaches and entrepreneurs up-level their mindset to unlock their next-level potential for massive business growth. Her clients affectionately call her their secret weapon because of her innate ability to identify their potential and champion their unique purpose. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you so much for joining me today, Andrea. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you because I just feel like the topic of using your voice and leveraging it just suits you so well. There's so many things that you use your voice for, and I can't wait for people to hear some different ways that you've implemented it and what it means to you in your business and in your life. So thanks again for joining me. Well, you're welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Maybe what what are some of the differences from when you started your business to where you are today? How have you implemented it? And what does that mean for you? Well, first of all, I have to say that, you know, I'm a, a singer. So for me, you know, using my voice has always been a little bit of a tricky thing for me because it's both a gift uh, to be able to use my voice as a performer. But when I started my business and I was using my voice, I had to transition in a way that wasn't just performance-based, but was also coming from a place of vulnerability. And that right there is can be a really interesting cross-section for people because it really, well, it allows you to speak your truth, but if you're not used to that or you're not used to showing up in that way, then it can be hard because you're wanting to perform or wanting to say the right things or wanting to please people by what you have to say in a performance space versus maybe just showing up and sharing who you are authentically. Oh, yeah. There's so much difference there between mm-hmm. like performing and then just showing up. So the clients that you've worked with, when you are like trying to pull that out of them, was there some t- 
top tips or some things, some strategies that really, really help people being, you know, more vulnerable and being more themselves? Yeah, I would say a lot of times when I'm working with clients, whether it's, you know, specifically voice related or it's mindset related, it really comes back to uncovering what is the belief they have around using their voice or what is the belief they have around using their gift and uncovering maybe what the block is there for them. And so I would say when when it comes to really utilizing your voice, like what is my tip for people? It really is just to get in touch with what it is that they really want to say and let it be imperfect and let it just come out naturally because the more we force things to be a certain way, to please other people or to say the right thing, the more we end up, I don't know, circling, (laughs) not really getting where we want to go and it doesn't feel authentic and it doesn't feel authentic to the listener. And so it's really about getting in touch with, you know, who they are and what they want to share and not worrying about what anybody thinks or, mm-hmm. or how they care about anything, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what was your journey like then going from being a singer and having that presence versus where you are today in your business? Oh, it's quite the journey. You know, for singing, for me, I always had a level of confidence when it came to to singing and being on a stage and performance. Like, no, I had nervousness. And before I would get on stage, I would feel those nerves come to the surface. But the moment I started to sing, like everything just shifted, right? Whereas when I became an entrepreneur and especially in the coaching space, and when I started my own podcast, I was so unsure of myself. I was so uncertain about what I was doing. This was not in my wheelhouse. Um, I was constantly second guessing myself and re-recording things and redoing everything and trying to make everything perfect all of the time. And so I had to learn that it was okay to not be perfect at things. And I had been, you know, as a musician and as a singer, especially someone who had been successful as a singer. I was used to being good at what I was doing. And all of a sudden I was like, I'm not as good at doing this. And this feels like I'm failing and I'm not really doing the best job I can. So I had to learn for myself that like anything else, it's like you have to learn how to do something. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you get, the more you know, you just feel like, oh, okay, I'm at home doing this now and I don't even think about it. So like I'm five years into podcasting and now it's it's way easier than it was at the beginning, like way easier. So yeah, there's a huge difference. Awesome. Okay. So you talked about your podcast, um, The Courage Cast. Yes. Name, right? The Courage Cast. Five years. That mm-hmm. is insane. Really, that's a long time for a podcast host. How do you keep that consistency? Do you take breaks? <laughs> like, do you like what are some tips for that? Because that's pretty impressive. Well, at first I did a lot of seasons. Like that was how Perfect. I started off. And, you know, hindsight's 2020. You never really know exactly what you're gonna do. But like when I did my seasons at the beginning, I actually had quite a bit of following at the very beginning and a lot of downloads, way more downloads at the beginning than I did as the show progressed and kind of evened out. And so it ebbed and flowed. And I 
for myself, I had to learn I need a rhythm for me. And mm-hmm. so I had to, to uh, really decide what I was going to do as far as the podcast. Like, when was it going to take breaks? You know, um, and for me, I actually kind of learned that I could take a break and batch record things and the podcast didn't have to take a break. And so I just would keep the podcast going and not have to do like a relaunch of a new season. And but for other people, they like that and that's Mm -hmm. worked for them. For me, I just now keep it going and it's it's weekly and even That's if awesome. I'm not recording all the time, I'm batching the the podcasts and and then they're going out. So it yeah. makes it a little easier. And then I'm not as all consumed by it, which yes. was the case at the beginning for sure. Yeah. Okay. Do you do you outsource some of the production so it's not so much for yourself? Or like do you have I any do. tips on that? Did you do <laughs> that at the beginning? Did you do that in the middle? Like when did you start that? I did at the very beginning, I I actually went to a friend to have coffee because I was really frustrated with the process of recording and editing. And I was like, why does my voice sound so crazy? And what's going on here? And so he said, well, you know, you can do this, 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 and this. And I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds like a lot of work. And he said, well, why don't I do it for you? And so he started right at the beginning, taking over the audio mixing and mastering of the podcast. And eventually after probably a year and a half of podcasting, He's he asked if he could write original music for the podcast. So and so we went from canned music to his original music on the show. And he stayed with me the whole time. And then as far as the other help that I have is more administrative on the right. end of really having someone help me with administrative things. Uh, I actually took a, a course about two years ago. I always say like I'm the type of person who like I know too much information Mm-hmm. And so I don't outsource as quickly because I know too much. And but for me, it has been a little bit like my baby and, you know, kind of keeping it close to me. Yeah. But oh, I'm so sure cool. if I outsource it, it'd probably grow more. <laughs> wow. For but sure. You know what? I think that's one thing about podcasting is that there's so many different like places for it to go. Mm-hmm. It can it can stay and maintain just what you want it to be. But it also can turn into so many different things, which can be overwhelming, too. So I yeah. think it's okay. Like if you've got like something that's like working, don't don't like mess with it. And if you want to add something like maybe a little bit different to your next season, that, that's okay too. But there's no rules or regulations around it, which is kind of fun and fantastic about really online entrepreneurship in general. Yeah. Yeah. What about now that you've had five years of experience and you've built up this, maybe like not just your expertise, but this comfort level of speaking, has it opened up any doors like have you had some amazing guests on that you've been able to collaborate with have you guested on other podcasts like what what doors has it opened for you I think the one thing that I was not really aware of at the beginning was how much it was going to position me as an expert that actually took me a little bit by surprise and just by having a podcast and telling someone that you have a podcast immediately they're like, oh, you must be an expert in what you do. And it's like, oh, well, anybody could have a podcast, but it really is a lot of work. So it's not like, you know, I, I figured when I was going to do a podcast, I thought, well, I figured I would um, go from blogging to podcasting because it would be easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was right. not the case. No, I was like, what was I thinking? 
But really for me, just even that, you know, becoming an expert was opening doors for me to speak within other people's containers, whether they're programs or um, it gave me opportunities to guest on podcasts that I possibly wouldn't have been asked had I not, you know, had my own podcast. Mm -hmm. I was in for my own podcast, um, a few seasons where I really, really was welcoming a lot of guests. And I had some phenomenal guests at that point. Mm-hmm. And they were all funneled to me, which was really great. That is I have amazing. since changed my model a bit. And now I'm really focusing on my own business, and mm-hmm. which then doesn't give me a lot of um leeway to have as many guests anymore so Mm -hmm. that's different yeah I think as a podcaster you have to decide like what what lane are you in are you in having conversations and being a platform for other people or are you podcasting for the growth of your own business and you can do both Mm -hmm. um, if you have the support but it really is hard if you're just in the lane where you're allowing people to use your platform and you're not really growing your own. And so that was a, a decision I had to make a couple, about a year or so ago to be like, okay, I really need to focus on doing more solo episodes. And even if my audience is smaller and I'm not getting as many downloads, it is still growing my business, which is yes. at the end of the day, what I want. So yeah, yeah. yeah big decisions. Absolutely. Big decisions. Mm-hmm. And also like having guests on is a whole nother like, <laughs> like workflow to figure out, right? 100%. It's not just like you getting set up and ha- having your outline. It's organizing because everybody is busy so figuring out when they can like come to you and when you can do something like yeah. this together. So it is, it, it's interesting. And, but having that foundation and having that why, and it can change from season to season, I think is really important as long as there's a solid purpose of why you're developing all of this content because like you said it's a lot of work so where is it funneling to exactly doing what you want it to do so yeah and and even like to that end like I would have people on that were authors speakers they were they kind of had their own big following in their in their own right and for me I had to figure out where was I going to position it within my content Mm -hmm. and so it actually made for more work for Mm -hmm. me and even though the the conversations themselves were very valuable mm-hmm. and I loved having them, mm-hmm. I had to think about, well, how much work is this causing me? Yes. And I've been thinking about, you know, okay, we're going to go into a new year. What is the podcast going to look like, you know, coming up in 2023? Mm-hmm. Am I going to move back into guest episodes or a mix and match? And And it's always an evolution of really thinking of like, where am I in my journey? Where is my audience in their journey? And what would they welcome back into their playlist? And and who do they want to listen to? You know, and even if it's somebody I want to talk to, uh, do they want to hear them? Yeah. (laughs) Makes a difference. Yeah. Absolutely. Podcasting shouldn't be just a one-off. It should absolutely be a part of your whole business and marketing plan, because if it isn't, it's a hobby podcast and that's totally fine, mm-hmm. but it really just, again, goes back to your why of why you're doing it. So I think great and fantastic that you're putting all those thoughts into consideration. 
So I'm going to just shift gears here a little bit and talk a little bit more about confidence and mindset, because as a transformation coach yourself, that is something that you help your clients with, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, with mindset hurdles and all of those good things. Like, what? Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about how that fits into our purpose and our growth and, and all this mindset stuff is fantastic, but it's almost like phys ed. It's like important, but does everybody do it? Like, does everybody really look after their bodies and their minds? (laughs) No. Um, But but I really do believe in the power of it and the ability of it. So can you talk to us a little bit more about that, like what you do and the importance of that? Mm -hmm. I, I liken it to building a house. So if you are going to start building a home or you are going to remodel a home, then you wouldn't just tear everything out and just start putting up walls you know, or start demoing concrete and foundation and then wonder, okay, now what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to put this slap house back up there? Because a lot of the time in order for us to really have a strong um, structure, we need a blueprint and we need a strong foundation. And so the mindset is really what we are standing on when we are building a business. And And if we don't have a mindset of a successful entrepreneur or a CEO in our business, then anything that comes our way is going to rock us and is going to trigger us and is going to send us into spirals of, you know, oh my gosh, I'm comparing myself to everybody or I'm a fraud or I'm never going to make enough money and all of these things. And when we do the work to uncover, okay, what is the limiting belief here? What is the subconscious pattern that is running that I can now interrupt and reframe, then that becomes the new foundation. That becomes what we are building upon. And in the long run, it ends up really allowing us to go to greater heights, build a bigger house, to have add additions onto the house. Um, it does allows for so much because we're not just, you know, thinking about the temporary, like, I just need to be successful. I just need to make money. I just need to make this work. Because in order to make it work, we have to have the mindset and really the health and wellness that goes with it to support it and yes. sustain it. Or else it's going to be like a flash in the pan. Right. And a lot of people who who are successful in in any industry, whether it's a creative industry or whether it's the online industry, they might rise to some sort of a fame or to some sort of success right away based on their talents and based on their charisma and based on their marketing. Mm -hmm. But when they fizzle out, it was because they did not have the mindset to be able to be in that space and hold space for it for long term because they were unsure of how to do that. So they ended up getting in their own way and sabotaging their success and then losing it. Uh, And so that's why it's really important why I suggest people all the time, make sure you're doing the mindset work. And there's various ways to do that. So, yeah. So cool. I can just relate this all to like we talked about earlier about building that foundation for a podcast because that's how I see some clients burn out so quickly right is that they get their first season under their belt and they're like 
oh, right, I need to have all these different other things set up in order to drive traffic back. I'm just going to take a break. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they don't have those, you know, those foundational pieces that really make for long-term success. Um, And it's also interesting what you said. I I spoke to an entrepreneur here this week, and a lot of us are solopreneurs. We don't have a big team yet. Mm-hmm. It's so, so tough to get over those mindset hurdles when you're playing with yourself. <laughs> like, honestly, like you're playing yeah. in the sandbox by yourself. And there's so many things that can that can really just cross your plate in one day or in one week that throws you off your game and throws you off that, you know, kind of vision and mission towards what you're trying to reach. So I think that's interesting, that so- whole solopreneur thing with the mindset. And then the other thing is this entrepreneur said to me, you know, I, I reached the successes that I want like the monetary successes. But then I was exhausted and I had to pull back and go back to my why and be like, this is like, I don't even care if I make this much per month. What I care about is that I'm happy and it's creating the lifestyle that I actually signed up for this. Like I did all of this work for in the beginning Mm -hmm. to live this certain lifestyle and I don't even have it anymore. So Mm -hmm. I just find that interesting. I think it doesn't matter what stage of the game you're in. Everybody could kind of pull back the curtain and just take a look back. Or do you suggest uh, to clients to, to not only maintain a certain level of, you know, mindfulness throughout the work that you're doing, or mm-hmm. but do you suggest working on setting up for the new year? Is that something that you tell clients, you know, build it into your quarters or like, what do you, what do you suggest for that? Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm going to just go back and then I'll Mm -hmm. answer the question you have. But when I'm working with new entrepreneurs and they want to just make money, right? They're Mm -hmm. like, I just need to make this work and I need to make money. And I want to focus in on building my business. And so they're hiring a business coach or they're hiring somebody to help them with that, the strategy. Mm -hmm. They don't have the mindset, right? And all, all of a sudden, maybe they have success. It's like, boom, they're successful. And they're in 12 months, 24 months, and they're making six figures. And wow, like this is amazing. This is so good. And like you said, all of a sudden they look at their life and they're like, this is not what I wanted. I I did this because it was working and I was successful at it. And now here I am, but it is not serving my life. Maybe my relationship is not where I want it to be anymore. Maybe I'm not really feeling like I can sustain this long term. I'm completely burnt out. So oftentimes the early entrepreneur doesn't want to do the mindset work because they're like, well, I need just to make money. Mm-hmm. And the successful entrepreneurs like now thinking to themselves, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm going to like burn it down like I'm done. And yep. so I say to people I every day, like I do mindset work every single day, every day. Monday through Sunday, I'm doing mindset work. And it doesn't always look the same. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it can look like actually doing mindset work, which is not necessarily just meditation or journaling. Right. That is different. It can look like a subconscious reprogramming, which I can do even myself at this point. So I do that work on my on myself. And then there's times where I just do breath work or I do meditation or yoga or I do visioning and it depends on like what's happening in my world at the time that I need or I'm working through because sometimes I need to look at how do I reframe the mindset and then once I'm there now I need to step into the 
the future version of that and start embodying it. So if I'm always doing mindset work, but never doing embodiment work, then I'm always kind of staying in this like hamster wheel. So it really is both. I give my clients um, something they can work on every single morning. It takes like 20 minutes and it just helps them through the process. But if you're going to be having any level of success in any area of your life, whether it's health and fitness, your business, your family life, then you have to be paying attention to it. And you have to want expansion and growth within that area. And so if you're not doing that and you're not allowing for that, then it's just always going to stay the same. So I encourage entrepreneurs at every level to always do the work. It's just like, you know, a little reminder. And I think sometimes we just get caught up in our days. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, if I don't uh, do my workout in the morning, whatever that looks like, my day just gets away. It just, Absolutely. it just does. And I'm exhausted by the end of the day. So like, and then I'm like cooking supper and prepping and talking and to the kids and whatever. And I don't get back to me. So when I really start my days with that, even if it's 40, 45 minutes, even if it's 30 minutes, I don't even care what it is. It really does my day differently. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like notice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, what I, I do integrate even for myself sometimes movement into it. Um, I put music into it as well, just so that, and sometimes reading. Like sometimes I just will be like, what do I need today? Like, I think I just need to read. Yes. I mean, today, you know what I needed? Yeah. I needed to watch TV. Yeah. That was my, really like, hard. my morning. I sat there with all of my journals spread out around me. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? kind of want to watch Chicago Fire. There you go. And that's what I did. That's and it. because I think I just needed the quiet time. I And then once I was done, I opened my journal. I journaled out a little bit that I needed to. And I was like, I feel good. I'm ready for the day. I'm focused. And the quiet time for me was for me to be in the space that I needed to be in. And if that looks like allowing yourself to watch your favorite Netflix show or or listen to a podcast or whatever it is, you know, some days that's what it looks like. And other days it looks a little bit more labor intensive. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, private audio feeds. This means you can take the audio from content you've already created and share it with your paying customers. With Hello Audio, you can create private audio feeds in minutes. Check out the show notes for the link or go to helloaudio.fm for more information. So what is the future for Andrea? Like, what's the future oh, for your business look like? Like, is it just ever changing? So you oh, can't yeah. put a definition on it. What's next? Oh, what is next? What is next? It's so interesting that you asked me that question because I am in a place right now where I have been really thinking about what it looks like for me to serve at a greater capacity. And what would that require of me? And how could I 
offer something to people, you know, within my wheelhouse that really would would resonate with them and add value to their lives and also to mine. And so I've been doing the work of the expansion myself to to get to that place. And and it's really interesting because the moment you do that, it's like almost like everything opens up to you and you're like, oh, this I could do possible. this. And it feels a little bit daunting to sometimes think about all of the things that I really want to be doing mm-hmm. and I really want to be offering. And so in the next few months, I'm actually just going to be spending some time writing that out and seeing where could I implement that and how could I implement that and what would that look like and just allowing myself to dream more. I just recently opened up VIP days for mm-hmm. clients and that's to really work with them to get a a quick win and to accelerate the the growth and expansion in their lives when it comes to doing the mindset work. And we work one-on-one for an entire day and we work through something in their life that they want transformation in, whether that be personal or in their business. And then they integrate with me over a 30-day period following that. But there's so so many other things that I want to do that, you know, because of the pandemic, I haven't done in a while. Like I'd love to host retreats again Mm -hmm. and I would love to offer another group coaching program. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some things that are kind of in the works, but it's just like, is when's the timing going to be right? And me feeling into what is my capacity to hold space for that for myself and for them and really being um, of service in a way that would really add value to people. So I'm just kind of feeling that out. And instead of just kind of like, all right, let's do everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's so true because I know for myself, um, I I work with intensives too with my clients and I love that kind of work. But there's so many other things I want to try. And like this podcast is another great example. It's been sitting on my desk like a lot of people for a long time and I just kept leaving it. That's that's the part, though, I think is the tricky part is that, you know, when life is like pretty steady, we're comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's easy to stay in this comfort spot. Like I know all the things I need to do. I, I don't have to create another page on my website, another workflow for this, how, how to set up all the different things or another production piece. Like I know where I'm at right now and I'm comfortable. Why? Why rock the boat? Like what? <laughs> You know, I think that's part of that mindset piece, though, too, finding, you know, finding some grace to allow ourselves to try things and and to be okay if it doesn't work out. Yeah. Holding things loosely, Mm -hmm. I think, is so important. It's if you don't have an expectation that you're you're going to that it's going to work out, then you're kind of like shooting yourself in the foot. But in the same way, you have to hold expectation that it's going to work out for your good. And that you're holding the outcome loosely. So it's this really fine line of being like, yeah, this is going to work. And also, I'm okay with letting it go and just sure. being, letting it be what it, what it is. And, and so there, there is that fine line. Because when we're holding on too tightly, it's like we're strangling it. <laughs> and, and when we're like, oh, I don't know if that's going to work, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> right? Yeah. Totally. That was going to be one of my wrap-up questions was uh, if you were to give one piece of advice to business owners that were trying to find their voice, what would it be? I kind of think you just answered it. I think it's that whole like giving yourself 
a chance to be able and to hold things loosely, like you said, because Mm -hmm. yeah, we just we have these expectations too, right? Like it has to be at a certain level in order for us to put it out in the world. And and honestly, people are attracted to you because it's not perfect. It's, It's yeah, you know, it's they're coming to you because you know, well, first of all, they they want to work with you because mm-hmm. they've gotten to know you somehow, some way, and and that you bring this area of expertise that they are really missing or needing in their world. So I think we just need to find that confidence within ourselves to allow that to, to roll out the way it should roll out, but also to gently nudge ourselves, because I think yeah. that's the other thing. And I would say, you know, one thing that, you know, I've been consistently reminded of for myself, and I love to share this with other people just as a reminder to them, is that when you're using your voice in any capacity, whether it's like in podcasting, you know, someone who's a singer, a speaker, they are just getting on like online live and just doing lives on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all of those places that if you are really looking to share what it is that you have to give the world, then it really has to come from you. Mm-hmm. And if you are taking in too many voices and if you're listening too much to other people, and I even say this, if you know, you're working with a coach or a mentor, you know, take what they say with a grain of salt, then go back and listen to your intuition and allow yourself to be led intuitively to share what it is that you feel you need to share because you're never going to go wrong when you listen to yourself. And Nine times out of 10, that's the direction you need to go. Oh, that is so right. I mm-hmm. try telling my kids that on the regular, just as gentle reminders, because I think I think when we're younger, we have that naturally. And as we get older, I feel like we lose that that sense of listening to ourselves. And I don't know where leaves. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's like just life happens and we just push through things because that's what we're used to doing. Well, we just have to break through that barrier to get to the next one. But sometimes we don't have to. Like, and you're yeah. right. Like, sometimes we just need to sit in it for a little bit to see if it feels right before we push forward. And uh, yeah, I think we need to do that more often. Yeah. And listen to what it is that, you know, we're being led to do. Yes. You know, I think that it's great to have wise counsel. Like I'm, I'm all for hearing how other people have done it and to learn the pitfalls along the way. But when it comes to really making decisions and really sharing, you know, on your own story, your own platform, whatever it is that you want to share with the world, it really has to come from you and people will know if it doesn't. Yes. You're a hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. Is there anything I missed that you really want to touch on work that you do or anything that I missed? No, I, first of all, just thank you for having me. I'm so excited for you to be releasing the podcast out in the world. Like it's so, it's like, it's fun to see things come into fruition. Like yes. after a while when you've been thinking on it and sitting okay. there, I, Hey, I was there. I did. <laughs> I did the same thing for my podcast for over a yeah. year. So I would just say like, you know, if you want to come hang out with me, I'd love for you to check out the, the Courage Cast and um, come over and check it out. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Before I let you go, I'm going to do a few rapid fire questions. Oh, okay. they're I super fun. I love these. They're not like, you know, crazy, thoughtful answers. Just okay. whatever comes to your, to your mind. 
Okay. Um, what is your superpower besides singing? Because we already know, and I want to find out more about that too. That's amazing. <laughs> so what is what is your superpower? I know that I know that I know things. Yeah. That's good. Yep. How do you keep physically healthy and mentally healthy? Like, how do you, after a bad day or after just a really tough day, how do you shake it off? I always get out in nature. Go oh, for a walk. Because mm-hmm. where you're from right now, yeah. trees look <laughs> so beautiful. amazing. And we're both in Canada and I'm, we lose our leaves a little quicker. Yeah, ours are like there. down. So yeah. There's only a few left standing and it's just actually making my, my heart sad a little because it's like my favorite season. I just wish it, you could just extend yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Same. <laughs> All right. So if you had a warning label, what would it be? Be careful what you ask for. That works. <laughs> I we totally like, were. That's yeah. a bit right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you, Andrea, for your time. I appreciate you so, so much. Um, yes. And I hope people check out your podcast because it is worthy of listening to. So thanks. And hopefully we'll be able to talk soon. Thank you, Kim. Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at me and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up. So please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much. Until next time.